Hey, welcome to the Upside Down Podcast. This is Ash. This is Tori. And guys, before we get today's episode started, we just wanted to give a big thank you to all of our followers. You guys helped us reach our goal. Yes, 10,000 followers. That's ridiculous. So we had been stuck at about 990 for like three weeks. And then this morning I logged on and it said, you have 35 new followers, 38 new followers, 45 new followers. And I thought, what is happening? And I Thank you. And I looked and a couple of you gave us shout outs, specifically Wolfhard Edits and Audrey Hope. You guys got us like 300 followers in the past 48 hours and we are so grateful. That was our dream. We're living the dream. That's all we ever wanted was 10,000 followers. That's crazy that 10,000 people. It's amazing. That's crazy. We appreciate you so much. I think we're at like 10,100. So it's like, whoa, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? guys? (laughs) We're going crazy here. (laughs) So we really appreciate you and thank you for that. We also wanted to go ahead and say that this is the last review we're going to be doing until season three starts, which is kind of a bummer because we love talking to you guys. But luckily we do have some things planned. We have an interview planned with Tora Helene, or I think I'm saying her name right, but she's a YouTuber who a lot of you like. You've seen her on interviews where she was recognized by Millie and Caleb. They said they listened to her YouTube videos and they watched them. So you guys demanded it. We asked her and she's coming on. I think she's going to be on April 2nd is the day that I'm going to release the interview with that. The next one is Audrey Hope. She is an actress who is an extra to some capacity on Stranger Things. I'm not even sure. (laughs) You guys messaged me like crazy and so I reached out to her and she's going to be on the show. So she's going to tell us about being an extra, going to the premiere of Stranger Things season two, and she's also in an Amazon Prime new show called Catch-22, and we will ask her all about that. Additionally, I reached out to Kyle Lambert. He's the illustrator and digital artist for Stranger Things season one and two, and I'm assuming three, four, and however far they go. His artwork is iconic, it's wonderful, and he has agreed to talk to us. So I'm going to meet him this weekend, and then I think Tori and I will do a Skype interview with him at some point over the next three weeks. And then this is kind of an interesting interview. We're going to be talking with the grip, Peyton Brown. You all know her from her social media posts that kind of went viral saying that there were some issues on the set. We're not going to go into detail because we don't have the facts and we just don't do that kind of thing. But Peyton said that she would love to come on the show and talk with us. So we'd love to hear her story and hear what she has to say. And then lastly, I've been getting messaged a lot from people saying, when are you going to have Chester on who plays Tommy? And when are you going to talk to Curtis who is the behind the scenes photographer for season one? And the answer to that question is we we don't don't know. know. They are so (laughs) busy. Chester has been a delight every time we've seen him. And I think I'm going to let Kilby meet him this weekend. And he's just been wonderful, but he's so busy. Like he's not, I don't know. And then the same with Curtis. He's always doing something. They're working. So they said yes, but you know, it is what it is. So we haven't forgotten about that. It's not like we all of a sudden were like, no, we don't want to talk to you people. It's just that, (laughs) it's just that it is what it is. But you, you know, we're still reaching out and maybe go back and listen to some of our other interviews that are really fun. I hope you guys like the one with Wes who, who made the hazmat suits. I'm like totally stoked for us to go to LA. I'm going to be Winona for sure and Tori's going to be David. So um, we have not decided this but also I would rather be David just, just being truthful. Winona forever. That is, <laughs> that is me. A lot of you also ask us hey how can I meet the Stranger Things cast and we generally don't know but cons have been pretty stellar at listing who is going to be a guest from Stranger Things so we just wanted to like tell you about that. We have Collective Con in Jacksonville, Florida coming up March 23rd through the 25th. You can meet Chester and Chelsea. They play Tommy and Nicole. Indiana Comic Con is coming up March 30th through April 1st. You can meet David, Sean, and Noah. Denver Comic Con is coming up June 15th through June 17th. This is an amazing con. You can meet David, Maddie, Caleb, Sadie, Gaten, Noah. So even if one of them cancels or two of them cancels or three of them cancels, you're gonna meet somebody. So that seems like a pretty stellar con. And of course, you all know about stranger cons that are coming up over the summer. And then in November, those are happening in Chicago, New Jersey, and Nashville. And I think the Chicago, New Jersey ones are over the summer and the Nashville one is in November. And at those, you can meet Millie, Joe, Shannon, Noah, Brett Gelman is the master of ceremonies. And it was recently announced that Kara, who plays Mrs. Wheeler, is going to be at all of those events. So that's super exciting. Go to those. Your question, are we going to be there? We do not know. <laughs> we have no idea. Those are very expensive for us. We're 100% we, we DIY. Help. Yeah, we do everything by ourselves. So if we can afford it, totally. Sometimes we reach out and we're like, hey, host us. We're a podcast. We'd love to cover you. It's like a tumbleweed <laughs> blowing through <laughs> the left wind. On Reddit, <laughs> so we never, you know, we, we do our best. If we can go, we'll totally be there. And then also our Tee Public store is still up. We are at tpublic.com slash stores. Better buy some shirts. And then just search the Upside Down Podcast. I think it's the dash upside down dash podcast. Something like that. If you go to our website, the 
thelifestylepod.com. We link to it. And you can buy mugs and tote bags and pillows and blankets. You can buy all kinds of things. They're really nice quality. Yeah, they're nice. We got some. And some some of you have purchased them and sent us pictures. So we appreciate that. That's amazing to see you guys wearing our logo. And we also want to give a shout out to our friend Summer Wood. She designed our logo. And she's also making us new artwork right now. So as soon as that's available, we'll put it up. And we hope you guys keep buying it. We made $18 in commission. Oh, my God. (laughs) Now we have to have a party with our $18. Because you only make something like four cents an item that you sell. That's so Actually, funny. I think we made $34 because they gave, they gave me two. They gave me one for shirts and then they gave me one for like totes and mugs and things. So And part of that commission was from us buying things. So we're pretty rich. <laughs> we are pretty rich. Uh, we're not. And then lastly, just a special shout out to our friend Gabby Maiden who played Mick on The Lost Sister. When we started to reach... 10,000 followers when we were kind of close she sent us a message and said guys you're so close and she remembered us talking about it on the interview and how we were like that's the dream just to reach 10,000 and so she sent us something and it was really sweet and we thank her and also in addition to thanking Gabby I just want to tell you how funny it was this morning when we woke up and we had all those new followers Tori and I actually watched it go 9996 we watched the countdown and then when it happened we were like oh yeah okay so let's get started on straight Stranger Things, Season 2, Chapter 9, The The Gate. Gate. (laughs) I hate that. Okay. So when when last we left Hawkins, Indiana, Mike and Millie, wait, wait, Mike and and Eleven, Mike and Morgan, have reunited, guys. Eleven. Eleven is back. I think it's a perfect timing. I do not. I think it should have come like an ep- like just want like and uh, I think it's because I wanted they ruined it. it with episode what episode seven episode six which is the terrible episode- one sorry Gabby <laughs> I don't I think we decided that episode seven isn't that bad once you've seen the season as a whole and you go back it's a pretty solid episode but when you're like I want to see what's happening next it kind of holds I think it that's up that's the reason I didn't but like it's not it, a bad the episode season's a little bit I don't I think if the season had eight episodes and they did it episode seven. I th- maybe maybe you're I think right. We, did I, we talk about this on the podcast or was this just you and I? We talked about if it had gone six, eight, and then Mike said, what have you been up to? And it flashed back been, to seven. And that would have been so like yeah. true to the 80s too. Yeah, I think we would have liked that. But so Double I- Brothers, do your thing. Um, I like- I do not create TV shows. Do whatever you want to. <laughs> I liked how it happened because I felt like it was something for me to look forward to. That's what I, I wanted to see them together. Yeah, I think And where would actually, it have gone if they'd gotten together soon? Like, we, what would you be looking for? I was actually going to fight with you on this. Um, but Guys. Now that, yeah, but now that I'm thinking about it, I think it's just because the season is one episode longer. So it's kind of like, like if it had happened at the end of episode seven and there was only one episode left, I think I would have been okay with it. But it's just like I was waiting so long because of episode seven. Yeah. So agreed. There's no agree to disagree. We are agreeing. Lawyered. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Okay. So basically, Eleven comes in. She sees Mike. They do their whole little thing. I never forgot about you. I never gave up. I love this scene with Mike and Hopper where he pushes them into the room and they get into their mini oh fight. Oh my god, it's, it's, it's so it's sad but it's so, so good. good. The more people know about her, the more danger she's in and the more danger you and your family are in. Oh what, so I should be thanking you I'm then? I'm not asking you to thank me. I'm asking you to try to understand. I don't, I don't that's understand. Fine, that's fine, just do not blame her. All right? She's upset enough as I don't blame her. I blame you. I blame you. That's okay, kid. That's okay. No, nothing about this is okay. Nothing about this is okay. You're stupid, disgusting liar. You piece of shit. Stop it. Stop it. Liar, liar, Stop it. That scene is amazing. Hopper plays it so good. I love the Hopper moments with the kids. When he is with Eleven later in this episode and he's kind of like talking to her about where she went. I love that. And I love this scene with Mike where he's like punching him in the chest and he's like, it's all right. And he holds him. It's like, yes, Dad Hopper and Dad Steve. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I love it. I also like when Eleven is giving Lucas and Dustin a hug because it harkens back to season one where she's giving Mike and Dustin the hug on the mountaintop. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that and I thought it was sweet. Uh, and I like how she just jabs her finger into Dustin's mouth. You what? You didn't see that? Oh, oh she's yeah, like, she's touching Yeah, she's like, you've got you. teeth. I hate that. I... <laughs> I was like, she really did that. She really put her fingers in I his hate, mouth. She did that. I hate that. And I like how Lucas embraced her because, you know, they had that tenuous relationship in oh, season one, but now they're buzz buddies. At the end of season one when I know. So I love it. And okay, so this is where Max comes up and she's so excited to meet the magical Eleven and she's like, hey, I'm Max. And 
and Eleven's like... And Eleven's the best, and she pushes her out of the way, and it's so funny. It makes me laugh. It's so mean. It makes me... It's funny. <laughs> it's funny if you look at it from the fact that she's being jealous, and you're like, oh, that's kind of funny. So my thing is that I like the scene, and I think it's funny, but it's a little bit weird, because there's they're the only two young girl characters, and for them not to be friends in some capacity in any... Like, it just seems kind of weird. Yeah. And I understand. I think season three is going to come, and they're going to be, like, best buds. They're going to be, like, hanging out. Well, that actually brings up a question. Does Stranger Things pass the Bechtel test? I don't know. I don't know. Does it? Okay, for you guys who don't know what the Bechtel test is, uh, the Bechtel test... I'm reading this off the internet. The Bechtel test, sometimes called the Mo movie measure or the Bechtel rule, is simply a test which names the three following criteria. It has to have at least two women in it who talk to each other about something besides a man, and they have to have names. Um, and so the answer to that, because I also looked it up, is that Stranger Things season one does not pass the Bechtel test because the only real female characters that talk in it are, um, are Nancy and Barb, and they really only talk about Steve, like, the entire time, and she's only in, like, two episodes. But season two does pass it because Eleven has multiple conversations with her aunt about stuff that isn't, that's just about her mom. I'm gonna call out the person that did the research on Stranger Things season one. I think they're wrong. I think it does pass the Bechdel test because there's that moment in season one, episode eight, and I know this because I just rewatched it with Kilby. You talk one time. You have to talk more than once. Well, I have to go, I have to think about it, but there's the part where Nancy talks with Eleven in the pool about Barb. Like, do you see Barb? So there's two girls but talking about but Barb. It's one scene. And it has then to be multiple different And scenes. then there's Joyce who talks to Eleven about something else, but I don't remember what they talk about. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like maybe. Like they're close. I feel like yeah. season one is pretty close. I think but. it's close, but season and season two they also said is kind of like they're kind of just letting it slide because it's not I don't know, it's not a lot of conversation. No, no diss to Stranger Things. Love it. Our favorite show, obviously we do a podcast about you it. You like Stranger Things? Yes. You think it's pretty good? I'm gonna it's okay. I don't know. <laughs> if you don't don't already know we love Stranger Things. So I guess that was that. So yeah. I guess uh, season one, we're not sure, maybe. And season two, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, after they hug and they all reunite and Millie or Eleven jams her finger through Dustin's mm, mouth and he does it. his little brrrr or whatever no, he does. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I love it when Lucas rolls his oh, eyes wow. like, like again, like why does he keep doing this? It kind of reminds me of Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. Tori loves Jeff Goldblum, even though he's like in <laughs> he's his 64. late 60s. Oh, early 60s. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, Jeff. If you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be great on Stranger Things. Oh my God. Uh, He'd be great on the uh, podcast. Eleven. Can uh, we? Can we reach out to him? <laughs> Dinosaurs. To go, to go, if anybody know. is friends with Jeff Goldblum and wants to have him on the podcast, please. Yes. We, <laughs> you wouldn't be able to interview him. You would, like, shut down. You'd break down. Really You'd be like, oh, fly. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so Eleven basically goes and she walks past Max. She's And she goes and she hugs Joyce. And they go visit Will. And Will is, like, doing sick. Or doing sick. Guys. <laughs> We are tired. Sometimes I sing, guys. And Eleven sees on the table that it says close gate. And basically, there's this whole montage. You guys have seen it. You know what happens. They all start deciding how they're going to close the gate, if they can close the gate. And Eleven's like, I can do it. And then the credits roll. And it goes to Hawkins, and it shows all the Demogorgons, and then the credits roll. And then this... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm sorry, uh... We're singing. So after the credits roll, one of my favorite scenes in Stranger Things season two or one happens. And it is Mrs. Wheeler sitting in her bubble bath with all of her candles, reading a romance novel. It is so funny when Billy comes to the door Uh, and he's knocking on the door and she's like, Ted, Ted, and he is asleep. He doesn't even have the TV on. He's like in the dark and he's asleep. It's funny initially, but it kind of makes me, I feel sad. I feel bad for Ted, even though like, I don't know. He's not like a... I don't know. I don't know. But did you notice? I'm sure you noticed because you and I have talked about it in the past, but the prop designers did an excellent job because if you look at the cover of the book that Mrs. Wheeler is holding, mm-hmm. they specifically illustrated oh, it to look, it look like, like Billy. Billy. I can't remember if they made it look like her, but they did make it look like Billy. I love it when she goes down to the door and she's like, who is it? And she opens it. Well, like, when does Billy have his shirt half on button? He never know. does. He did it on purpose. Maybe. I don't know. Did he, does he, like, know her? I, don't, I know. don't know. And the thing is, is he went to visit Mrs. Sinclair first because he says, Mrs. Sinclair says your house is the place to hang out at. And I know he didn't have his shirt on button for Mrs. Sinclair. Yeah, because Billy is racist. Sorry. <laughs> we don't know. We haven't decided. Maybe. I have decided. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it's just, it was weird. 
it was funny. It made me laugh so hard. And the funny. music that they played, and then when oh, they're I sitting at the counter, uh, and he's like eating the butter cookies, I hate it. and she watches his butt. It's so I hate funny. It. It's so funny. And I love when he says, "Oh, uh, Nancy didn't tell me she had a sister." And she goes, oh. "I'm I'm Nancy's mother." <laughs> and or she's like, "Are you here for Nancy?" And he's like, "No, she's not my type or whatever." And the mother kind of like giggles, and it's like, "She's not my type. That's your daughter. That means that you're also the same." <laughs> I don't know, but that part is. When I watched it the first time, I wasn't expecting it. I didn't know what was going to happen. I laughed so hard. I cried. I'm, I'm pretty sure I heard you laughing when you were watching it. <laughs> I was laughing. Because I was on, like, episode seven, and you are like, Tori, episode nine is so funny. I tend to laugh when I get embarrassed at things. Like, yeah. so if I'm in an uncomfortable situation and something horrible is happening, I will laugh. Yeah. And so when I was watching that, I couldn't stop laughing because like, this is so wrong, but yeah. it's so good. Anyway, I love that part. And Billy, you know, says he's looking for Max and he rides out. And then we go back to everybody at the buyer's house again. And Joyce figures out that Will, you know, that the host likes it cold. And so this is when they, you know, make the plan that they're going to get the exorcism of Will, basically, to get the Demogorgon out. So here's a funny story about that. Kilby loves Stranger Things, you guys he know. loves Stranger Things. And she has a little dart plush toy named Darty Party Party Girl. No. That is its name. I do not recognize that name. It's Demogorgon. Darty Party Party Girl. We'll <laughs> confirm this at the end of the episode. I'll ask her. And we were getting ready to go downstairs and do something, and she was holding it, and she said, what is it like downstairs? And I said, what do you mean, what is it like downstairs? And she's like, is it hot? And I was like, I don't know. And she goes, Darty likes it cold. <laughs> and I was like, that is so funny because we had just watched the episode. And sometimes you guys message me or message us and put things on our posts that are like, how do you let a five-year-old watch Stranger Things? It's not even that bad. And we're not ridiculous. We edit it. So we edit it out. We don't let her watch all the scary parts with the monsters. She just likes to see the kids and their friendships. And she actually thinks the Demodogs are super cute. And she thinks the Demogorgon. I don't she's know. not afraid it's of really it. Because not. when she sees Eleven, she's like, oh, she's so powerful. She fights the monsters. Like, she's not afraid. I, I don't know. Stranger Things isn't really that bad. I'm trying to think. The only scenes I can think of is maybe the scene in season one where, like, Steve, like, assaults it with the bat. And I think at the end of season one in the, where, you know, Eleven is fighting the agents and their blood starts yeah. moving from their eyes. No, but that's only... And Kath- and, Kat- and Kilby knows Cat. So yeah. when she see- saw that, she was like, oh! and I was like, you just saw her last week. Yeah. But I think that, like, like maybe a s- at most 30 minutes of the whole series isn't, like, super appropriate for kids, but also it's... First of all, it's fake. Some kids aren't scared. And, yeah. you know, we love... And if she doesn't want to see something, she'll close her eyes. And it's not like we're, like, forcing her to watch it and being like, watch the blood gush out of these agents' eyeballs. Welcome to the kids watching Stranger Things podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so we're moving on. But, um... So yeah, so anyway, so Joyce is deciding that Will needs to be exercised. She figures out how <laughs> exercise. She knows she knows how to do it. So this is where they decide, you know, we got to do it somewhere that Will won't recognize because they had the issue of him recognizing things in the last episode. And so Hopper tells him to go to the cabin and it's basically Jonathan, Joyce, Nancy, and Will. They get ready to go. And before they get ready to go, they're all out back. And this is the moment with Nancy and Steve where he's basically like, actually, Nancy, I'm a pretty good babysitter. I'm a damn good yeah. babysitter. Yes, I love that part. It's such a good scene. You should go with him. What? With Jonathan. No, I'm not just going to leave Mike. No, I was leaving anyone. I may be a pretty shitty boyfriend, but turns out I'm actually a pretty damn good babysitter. And I like that scene because after it happens, Nancy shows a sign of like, I care about you, Steve. I just, I've realized that I'm supposed to be with Jonathan. Is she? But she realizes that she's supposed to be with John, that she's supposed to be with Jonathan. And so she has this kind of like kind, I care about you, Steve. I just don't know. And he's so sweet. He's like, Nance, it's okay. I, really, it's okay. Controversial opinion. I'm not the biggest fan of Nancy. She aggravates me so much. Everything she does. I'm like, Nancy. Like when she had sex with Steve in the first season, I was like, Nancy. And when she left Barb at the pool, I was like, Nancy. And when she chose Jonathan over Steve and let him sleep in her bedroom, I was like, Nancy. And it's like, Nancy, get your stuff together. I mean, I guess at the end of season two, she's getting it better. But then, I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. I don't know. I don't know that I have a strong opinion. I like in season one when she turns around and she starts becoming tough and making decisions for herself and fighting yeah. for Barb. I like that it's, she <laughs> turns nice and helps the kids. I don't know. I guess I'm, I guess Nancy's storyline isn't one that like I'm super focused on, but she yeah. doesn't, I'm not, you know, I like I'm Nancy. not anti-Nancy because I love Natalia Dyer, but I just feel like 
know. And she's a great, I mean, yeah, like, she's a great actress. I mean, yeah. I think if you go back to earlier <clears throat> in the season where she's like, that's bullshit, she's so good. Uh, yeah, I just, Whoa, I just, Ashley language. I know, I just think it's like, we're, we're like, <laughs> I think we're just like, I don't know, anti-Jancy. Yes, okay. But pro Natalia and Charlie, because yes. they are adorable. Mm. No, moving on. I don't know about pro Charlie, but well, moving on. Whoa, guys, moving on, moving <laughs> on. Charlie, you're great. Come on the show. So then we move on, and it's basically they're all moving. So they're going, and they're going to take care of Will, and they're going to go make him hot, and they're going to toast him. <laughs> they're going to like do whatever they can do to get the that like. That seems actually really cool. I like it. Okay, I hate this part because Jonathan flinches. And he goes, Mom, you're going to hurt him. And it's like, first, trust your mom. She loves Will. She's not going to let him get hurt. She knows what's best. And then he, like, turns and he's like, Nancy. (laughs) Like, he's scared. He's a baby this season. I'm like, come on, Jonathan. Well. Bring the heat. I don't know. Maybe Jonathan is kind of a baby. Um, Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, We are never going to get those two on our show. He kind of is. I don't think they'll want to be on our show. They're too busy smoking cloves. Um. (laughs) Whoa. Guys, that did not come for me <laughs> clothes are cool <laughs> <laughs> okay um no <laughs> but um i mean like last se- no keep it okay they, the real us last season the part where the demogorgon takes him down and steve has to save him maybe jonathan's just like a i don't know he's he's shy he's shy but see like in season one jonathan's kind of shy and then he builds it up and then he protects nancy but then he's showing his true colors that he's a shy baby i don't know (laughs) i don't know if we should say shy baby i think we talked about this on another episode it's not that we don't like jonathan it's that we want more from jonathan we're also more story all of our feelings on this podcast so yeah i think maybe i think maybe it was like how Steve had a turnaround. We want yeah. that for Jonathan. We want to see what Nancy sees. Yeah. Show us what Nancy I... sees in Jonathan. Like, that's what I want to see. Oh my see. god, he likes Joy Division. I mean, Joy Division is really good. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, we want to see what is she, like, what is it that he does? I want to see him step up and be like, because he's a good guy. I mean, there's scenes, there's parts in this where, like, uh, at the very end, spoiler, Will gets saved. What? And he's dancing with his mom before the dance and Jonathan's, like, filming him. And he, and Will says something to him, like, what does he say? Like, is this what all the kids are doing? Or is this what's cool or is this what's in and Jonathan's like yeah this is what's happening like it's really Ew. sweet like, I think, I'm just saying Jonathan has like sweetness yeah. I just no, I, don't I want like more him. character development I want to see why what Nancy sees that's yeah I guess that's what I would say so then we're also going to Mike at 11 and they're getting ready to depart because 11 has decided that she can close the gate Hopper's gonna let her and he's like I can't lose you again and they're about to kiss and Hopper's like L, we gotta go which I thought was interesting because Hopper doesn't generally refer to her as L. usually the kids refer to her as L, and he, he refers to her as Jane. Yeah. He calls her Jane? He calls her, well, in the cabin he calls her Jane, right? I think. I don't know. <laughs> but I think I'm almost positive he called her L, because I remember it stuck out. Like, I was like, he doesn't call her L. That's what the yeah. kids call her. I totally maybe could be misremembering. Maybe he's just trying to get her attention. Yeah, and I could be misremembering, and also I think they were about to kiss, and maybe it was just like, um, hmm. yeah. But Hopper doesn't seem like a prude. He seems like he would let Eleven and Mike do one little quick peck. I don't know. He's very protective of her. He didn't let her talk to Mike for a year. Well, that's what was funny. Also, well, that was also just also, because people were going to murder her. this was out of the podcast, her. but me and Ashley were debating on what, how many days it was. And you were right. It's 352. Lawyered. <laughs> so welcome to the Hive and Your Mother podcast. <laughs> that show is good. Which Ted Mosby is the teacher in Rise, in Rise with Shanna Person, we, who plays Bar. We don't have cable, so we never we'll never get to watch it. <laughs> Hulu Plus. Oh, true. Uh, so anyway, welcome to the Hulu Plus podcast. Welcome to the podcast. What shows are actors from Stranger Things also appearing on? That would be a great <laughs> podcast. That'll be like one of our episodes. Yes. These are things that you can watch. So what are we doing? Oh, so Eleven and Mike they do about and they do the beautiful scene where they're driving away and all the kids are waiting on the porch and they're looking at L like leaving them again which I kind of like because it made me think of season one when they're fighting when they're all the kids are like pushed to the back wall and yeah. L like walks past them uh I love the part with Hopper and L where they're talking about in the car co- when they're in the car and they're having their little heart-to-heart conversation and I think it's so funny when she tells him I went to see my mom and he's like how did you get there and she's like a man a man picked That's me and he's scary. like a man but it's 11 yeah she has powers she's defeated multiple multi-dimensional beast. <laughs> like, if a truck driver tried anything, she'd be like, oh, let me just crick your neck. Like, yeah, you'll be dead true. in a second. But it's kind of sweet. But then she would lose all her power, and what if there was, like, another guy, and then he could take, I don't know. Uh, I, I think it was... <laughs> a scary 
podcast? I think it was just one trucker. But I thought that was funny because everybody always has these feelings about Elle. Like she's, I don't want to say yeah. like a normal girl, but she is definitely able to handle her own. I think yeah. she would be totally fine with a trucker or 10 truckers. She would be fine. She can handle herself. <laughs> uh, and this is also really sweet because it's where Hopper tells Eleven about Sarah for the first time, which makes me think about the fact that there was a press release that let us know that Priya Ferguson was going to be in more of season three, which we kind of knew and we love her. We talked to her and her mom is the best. And if you listen to our episode with Priya, if you haven't, go back and listen to that interview. It's so cute. She tells you about loving the Devil Wears Prada and that she hopes. <laughs> and it's funny because she said that she hoped that if she was in season three, she would get to go on adventures, that Erica would get to go on an adventure. She said she wanted to go with Lucas or help Lucas fight a Demogorgon or something. And so they Welcome said she- to the Duffer Brothers are listening to our <laughs> podcast podcast. I know. You're welcome, Duffer Brothers. Uh. <laughs> Writing credits. But that's amazing. And what made me think of this is when Hopper was talking to Eleven about Sarah, a lot of people think that the second cast member, who is Maya Ethan Hawke, who is that's the daughter right. of Uma and, or I'm sorry, Maya... What's Thurman Hawke? Thurman Hawke. Maya uh, Ethan Hawke. <laughs> that she might be Sarah, which I don't know if that timeline... Sarah. <gasps> Hopper's daughter. Whoa. But I don't think so because we talked to a cast member no. who said that the Duffer brothers intentionally do things that are, that, are that go against do. the grain of fan theories. So like a really popular fan theory is that Steve is a senior in high school. He's not going to have anywhere to go because he's not going to get into college because they made him totally moronic, even though he's wonderful. So people are like, what if he becomes a deputy? So I don't think that's going to happen because too many people think it. Yeah. And the same thing with Sarah. Too many people think. I can imagine the Duffer brothers like ripping up their pages as they're like. Yeah. Reading these fan theories and be like, no, we can't do that. Like, I think it's possible that she could have something to do with Hawkins because at the end of, I think, season one in chapter eight, when he is going and they're finding Will and they just dip out and leave Barb, he finds Sarah's lion in the debris, which is like, why would it be in the debris of the upside down? It doesn't make any sense unless a doctor was like, hey, Will, we found this. (laughs) We found this tiger. (laughs) So that's possible, but I also don't know, would the timeline match up? Would Sarah be a teenager? Because Maya is like 19 in real life. She is? She looks like she's like... I think she could play 16, but... Maybe she's... That would be kind of an interesting thing. She's supposed to... She's supposed to play an alternative girl, but... Or... I don't... I do not... I can't... I don't know. 12, Sarah... I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Sarah... Like, how long has time elapsed? It feels like it hasn't been that long. But I guess if she was, like, seven... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, We'll talk about that later. We'll figure it out. But I do like that moment with Hopper and Elle, the bonding. And I love when he's like, you know, your new look. I don't hate it. I like that a lot. I like their bonding. Their bonding moments are great. I don't hate it, by the way. This whole... Look. It's kind of cool. Okay, sure. And then we go back to the house and it's so funny. They're cleaning out the fridge because Dustin thinks he's made this discovery, which is kind of funny because it's like, well, everybody at Hawkins Lab already knows about the discovery. I don't know that it's Dustin's yeah. discovery because Dustin was like, should we tell Mr. Clark about this? This is my discovery. Or I don't know. Does he say that on the show? I don't know. It might just be the little Stranger Things right. thing we listen to. I don't know if you guys know this, but if you have a Google, what are they called? Uh, it doesn't have to be a Google. A Google Home. Mini. If you have Google Assistant, if you say, hey, let me talk to Dustin from Stranger Things, you can like talk to him. Right. So what happens is we have one and Kilby will say, hey, Google, let me talk to Dustin from Stranger Things. And there's this whole thing that you can go through where he comes on the line and he goes, hey, guys. And it's basically from the time that he finds Dart to like what they should do with Dart. And one of the things he says is, I don't want to tell Mr. Clark about my discovery. And it's like, I don't think it's his discovery, but it's really funny. Hey, Google, let me talk to Dustin from Stranger Things. All right. Getting Dustin from Stranger Things. Hello? This is Dustin. I found something. I don't know what it is, but I could really use your help. Is anybody there? Yes! Yes! Okay, you gotta see this thing. And after they clean out the fridge and Steve shoves the Demogorgon in, which is... You're going to have to explain this to uh, Mrs. Mrs. Wheeler. Or Mrs. Byers. Mrs. Byers. Yeah, I was about to say Mrs. Wheeler, too. I don't know why. Mrs. Byers, I always think of her as Joyce. Yeah. Or Winona. (laughs) And the kids figure out that the Demogorgon has a hive mind. This is kind of 
like, it's kind of very similar to episode eight, where they're yeah. all like, what should we do about Will? And they all kind of get together, Ooh. and they talk about what they should do about Will, and then they, it's like a montage ensues. I feel like they would have figured this out long, long time ago. Well, so, but it's just, it was very reminiscent. Like, I actually was thinking to myself, did I watch this already? Did we already review yeah. this one? Did we already talk about this? But then I thought, oh no, it's just like a similar pattern. They're all kind of discussing what they should do again, but it's just about the hive mind. Yeah. And this is where, you know, everybody is, they're switching back and forth. They're going from the cabin to Hopper at L going through the lab and then the kids dealing with, you know, how are they going to find everything? Wait, so... And this is where Billy shows up. Okay. Oh, okay. I was about to ask a question, but I also answered it for myself, but I'm just going to tell you guys what I was thinking. I was wondering, like, how Hopper and Eleven were going to go to Hawkins' lab if all the demodogs are still there. And I guess they hadn't really thought of that and that's why the kids are going to try to find the hive mind so they can, like, distract them and get the demodogs to go towards them instead of Hawkins, right? Yeah, and it shows Hopper going through the hallways. I mean, he's got, like, a gun and he's yeah. kind of, like, stalking the hallways looking because, remember, they run across Dr. Yeah, Owen and he has that conversation with Dr. Owen was like, hey, this is Eleven. She's about to save our ass. And I'm like, you know what? This conversation is solid, but it yeah. could happen at any moment. It's It was too long for, like, mm-hmm. what they were going to do. It was like, hey, this is Eleven. We gotta go. You okay? We'll be back. And yeah. then they have this conversation later. It was just too long for, like, you know, there's they gotta get rid of these dem- yeah. demodogs. Like, there's there's a lot happening. It's kind of like in a movie where there's, like, some dangerous thing happening and they're about to fight something and then the two people are like, I love you. You're so important to me. It's like, later. Or like, <laughs> like do that later. Like eight where, what's his face? Sorry. Uh, Bob <laughs> is standing there and, like, him and Joyce are looking at each other and then the demodogs bust. Yeah, it's like, get out the door. Yeah. Get out the door, a Bob. Of, a lot of unneeded exposition. Get out the door, Bob. Then it goes to Billy and Billy shows up. I love the scene with Billy. I love when Billy and Steve are together in scenes it's so funny and Steve is like don't creep your pants and I didn't even Ew, the per- it, I didn't even notice it the first time I heard it and then I watched it the second time and I was like gross <laughs> that's gross I also think it's funny that the kids were just like looking out the window it's like why are they looking out the window yeah for kids that are so smart they should not be looking out the I window I hate that part they're so smart that made me so mad and all of them are looking it's I find it believable that Dustin would look because Dustin doesn't always make the best choices yeah but all of oh, them Steve Perry well because he's kind of like Steve where he doesn't always make the best choices but he's got like good intentions but then you know Billy comes in and he goes and what are they doing right there and there's the fight and I love the way this scene is directed because it it's just so good basically from what's his name Dacre? Yes. He <laughs> is like, so on. good. Well, I know all the other characters' names, but I always say his name totally wrong. Like, his scene is so excellent. Like, the way yeah. he plays crazy. And I, I can't watch that scene. My ba- my one thing that I can't... I can watch people get murdered. I can watch basically anything, but my one thing I can't watch is, like, head trauma. Like, even if somebody just falls on their head. So I know... Like, when he's punching him in the face, I literally... I know it's fake, but also, we heard... like. Well, I, I was I just think, about to say okay, this. Yeah. <laughs> Tori and I know the same story, yeah, so I'm so always, like, hard. preparing to say him, and then she was like, saying... We know someone who worked on this particular episode and they were saying that Steve or Joe Curie actually got hurt. That's another big reason why I had yeah. to literally close my eyes. Like, I, I don't think I've actually seen this scene all the way through. But he was like, let's just keep shooting the scene yeah. because, because he, ah, cause he's a man, I right, hate. Tori? He's a man. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see my face right now. <laughs> I hate that. Or you love it. So, well. she does love Steve. <laughs> so, uh... I love that scene, but I, I like that Steve fights, but I also find it unbelievable that he wouldn't be able to fight a little bit better because he was supposed to be the badass before Billy showed up, right? Before yeah. he turned good, but he doesn't... I mean, I guess they kind of address it because Billy says, there's that Steve, whatever, I mean, that I've been hearing like about. A, like a, I mean, it's kind of like this. It's not... I don't know if they do this in other movies. I don't really watch, like teen drama movies that often it's kind of like with the monsters where it's like everything gets get like bigger and badder and so it's like steve was like the the badass in season one and now there's like something that's bigger and badder but it's like the same thing where there's like just one demogorgon in season one and then it gets like worse it's like progressing and you know what i guess that makes sense because steve is fighting fair and he really starts to lose when billy is like let me smash your face with a plate and steve's like oh that's playing outside of the rules yeah so you know they do their fight scene which is just so good and then max walks up like a psycho and jabs a needle into his neck which is like I love that part too I watched too much horror because that did not faze me even at all I was like yeah of course stab him in the neck it was just it's an interesting choice the whole 
whole scene was very violent. Like, I like the scene and I like how it comes up and I like how they're like, Max is a badass. But also just something about the fact that she like very easily walked up, was like, I'm going to take this thing and jab it into his neck. I don't know. This scene kind of doesn't make sense to me because after this, the part where she's like, she like does the baseball bat in between his legs or whatever. Um, and she's like, you can't do anything. I, I don't know the quote, but it's I like, know. okay, uh, you can't do anything bad to my friends or me anymore. And he's like, okay, whatever. Like after he wakes up, he's kind of he kind of can do whatever he wants yeah well and at uh-huh. the end of the episode when she's getting ready for the dance and she just kind of looks at him and he's like alright I don't think that that's Billy would so be fake. faced that's so fake no yeah way. I think that he would be like oh you're dead yeah he would murder her but it wouldn't make sense for the episode they need to wrap could, it up because he could tell on her and be like yeah she's and he fighting is monsters. crazy he is a crazy person yeah he wouldn't be like Oh yeah, you should. Unless me. she just always had, unless she like showed him that like there's a needle in my pocket and I would <laughs> jab it into your throat. That should. Oh my god, that should be the new thing. Welcome to the Max has a needle podcast. <laughs> I know. It's just like it's like what's wrong with that family? They all I have very big problems. But I do like the way it's shot. I love that it's in slow motion. I love that she jabs it. I like yeah. that she's tough. I like <laughs> that they have the girls be tough. And I like that she gets the keys and she's like, let's go. And all the boys are like, oh, all right, all right, let's go. My favorite, my second favorite, yeah, one of my please. second favorite parts in this whole uh. season besides Mrs. Wheeler is when they're driving with Steve in the car and the way it's shot at the different POVs and like or point of views when Joe or when Steve looks at Mike and, and he goes waking up and he's like Nancy? Nancy they don't look anything you would never confuse Mike for Nancy and then his face is just so funny yeah where he's like oh no no oh god oh god uh-huh. where, and then when Sadie's like pushing pedal to the metal and they're driving. Yeah. I thought it was funny when uh, they were having an argument about Sadie driving or I keep calling her Sadie, but Max driving. Yeah. And some of them are like, she can drive and they're only in a parking lot. It's like, that's not the time to be having the argument. I think that argument would have happened like before yeah. you guys got into the car. So this is where we get a giant montage. This is where we get, it's not really a montage, but it goes from the kids in the field to the tunnels, which is very Goonies like. Yes. Where they're, you know, looking for the, we just we needed some. Goonies wa- parallel. We just needed some water and some gold coins. And the last and the kids again and the cabin and the lab and the cabin and the, like it goes back and forth so basically and overall is what happens in the cabin is they're just like boiling will trying to get the monster out and Winona or Joyce has gotten so tough and she's like I'm tired of it and then he's free he's good he goes away and then we go to the cabin and they're driving in the car and they're on their way to the field and there's the scene where Dustin gets all the things in his mouth and he starts screaming and I think that that's when people because there was a big rumor going around that Dustin was gonna die in this season and when that started happening I was like oh no no. And then he's like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm doing well. Yeah. And then I think, you know, it's the lab and it's basically Ellen Hopper. They're holding hands. They're going up on the elevator. I think you guys, if you listen to our extra interview with Brooke, she told us that that day Eleven got very nauseous going up on that elevator. They had to take her down. She had to take a breather. That was Chill a, out. I get nauseous too. That was a hard, well, you know, at the time I think she was 13. That's a big, that's a big scene, yeah. you know, for, I mean, if you think about it, even though they all seem very mature, they're kids. So it's yeah. like, and that's a lot of pressure and a lot of hours. They run through the tunnel. I mean, there's just so much that happens. I think that essentially they close the gate that's what you need to know and there is we have to talk about the one moment where Dustin sees Dart which I think we talked about in an earlier episode we talked about how we I like this scene because it was kind of like Dustin was being the brave one standing up and protecting his friends but also guys I love Dart I love him Mm. he is so cute I hope in season three he is taking a little nappy nap on Dustin's pillow (laughs) eating little candy bars maybe he's good maybe he's a good Demogorgon Mm. maybe he'll help them fight crime that would be real cool that doesn't make any sense Sense. He can't speak English. What are they going to do? Well, they speak also English? don't fight crime. They fight yeah. monsters. <laughs> fight crime. Oh, my God. Season three, Dustin's new pet is a pet uh, Demogorgon, and he walks out like a dog. And he has to, like, tape fur on yeah. it to make his mom think that it's a dog. I'm here for it with little cat I ears. I actually am. Yes. Oh, my God. That'd be so funny. He'd be like, where's the dog's eyes? And he'd be like, oh, he he's blind. He can't see. So the gate is closed, and then it goes to a giant wrap-up. We lead to a month later, and Hawkins' lab has been closed, and Murray is sitting outside, and he's laughing, and he's, like, giving the bird to, like, or the middle finger, or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I'm talking in he's, 80s, he's, he's 80s giving, language, he's guys. He's giving birds to all of the men who are leaving Hawkins. Yeah, and they're all like, oh, we know who you are. And then, okay, so here's the question. Did Barb get justice? No. I don't think so either. A funeral's not justice. 
And not only that, guys, but did you pay attention to the funeral? That funeral is so small. So I actually went back and there are only 13 people at the funeral. Whoa, there's really Barb's. Young. Yeah, because I was thinking when I watched it the first time, well, I was there's like 11 people. No, there's 13. Know, exactly. That wouldn't, I don't know what that would mean, but there's 11. Are I, you serious? I, I get the number, but like, what does that have to do with Barb? <laughs> I, don't know. I, I don't know. Okay, there's 14 people if you caught the pastor, but there's Barb's mom and dad, Mr. and Mrs. Wheeler, Jonathan, Nancy, Steve, which is so cool because it's like he's still supporting Nancy. Yeah. And then six miscellaneous people, a mom with some kids and two random girls in the back. And the question is like, where are the kids? If nothing else, Mike would be there because his sister's best friend is dead, right? It just, it seemed like yeah. she wouldn't have more than two friends at the school. She wouldn't have some cousins, some aunts, some uncles. There wouldn't be some Dr. Owens wouldn't be there or Hopper wouldn't be there or Joyce wouldn't be there. They're all like, it's just, it was very small. And I just thought, how is that justice for Barb? Like a 14 person funeral? That is a small funeral. I think. Wait, did Nancy ever tell Barb's mom what was going on? No. She it was tried all to, right? no it was she said she was but it was fake because she knew that Hawkins was listening and oh, they were trying to get lured into that's Hawkins lame. yeah but I I feel like justice for Barr would have been like I don't know Nancy the Demogorgon coming back at the very end like if, shepherding like, his demodogs and Nancy being like justice for Barb Nancy no, that would be stupid or if Nancy was one of the people that went into the tunnel and they found like Barb's body and she like closed her eyes and she was like goodbye Barb yeah or if she was like oh that would have been cool or Can I write for Stranger Things no that would not if she closed her eyes but like it, it have to be kind of like cool like if her body was there and nancy was carrying her she's like we're not leaving without barb something badass something badass not just that hawkins got accused of it and they were closed and barb had 14 people at her funeral it's like no okay something that i don't understand now is that hawkins power and electric how can they get closed down i know but you guys don't know what it is but ashley does it's like if someone like if we found a well, JEA, oh, hawkins power and light well yeah, it's like if we found a jea well because it was unveiled like murray sent the tape and it showed that that's not really what they were they were actually then a devious who's organization the who's doing the light and the power I, i'm i'm just saying i think that they were like utilizing like fake stuff like i think they were yeah. just pretending to be that part of the company who's gonna do that i'm sure there was a real power and electric company i'm sure they had like people working at the power and electric company but there's like but it's like a monopoly there's only like one per town Sorry, this is so. We, we don't know that semantics. there's only one per town. We no, don't know. It's usually like that. There's usually like one. It'd be like if there was an AT and T down the street, and then Hawkins Power no, and Light AT&T. were like, "We're gonna hire some people to infiltrate okay, the AT and T and use their we'll van so that we can later. survey the neighborhoods." Yeah, I think that it makes total sense. Okay. I think that there's like many facets to it, like an onion, many layers, and we just <laughs> they didn't go into it. I think Welcome I to the Shrek. I was podcast. gonna say I got that from Shrek. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I don't think Barb got justice. I would not say I she don't got either. not the kind that I would want her to get. I don't know. Three justice for Barb. Justice for Bob. I'm not saying Barb with an accent. Justice for Bob. <laughs> oh, in another episode, we were telling you that everybody with B names get killed, and I couldn't remember the other one. It was Benny. Bar, Bob, and Benny. Are there any other people that show up B names? I mean, I'm Benny, ma- Hammond, Bob, Newbie. Never mind. Sorry. Maybe. Others. I know I know. in season three, there's a B character, and so everybody is like, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Bruce. I think his name is Bruce. Bye. I think he's a politician. Be that bye. could be totally wrong. I can't remember it. I got it. Bye-bye. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then it goes to Hopper at the bar, and he gets the adoption papers from Dr. Owens is basically like, like, here you go, Papa. And it says Jane Hopper. And he says that Jane needs a day off to go to this dance. And then there's the snowball dance and there's the dancing and the kissing. And I don't know. The what do you want to talk about? This is where a lot of the extras that we've talked to and a lot of the extras that follow us were. I've I seen mean, a lot this... of them posting screenshots of like them miscellaneously dancing or like um, one of our followers posted a picture of himself. He's one of the kids being photographed by Jonathan in the school dance in the background when yeah. he and Nancy kind of like wave to each other. This scene is pretty self-explanatory. I mean, it's been posted so many times by so many different accounts. I think you've all seen it like a million times by now. I know. I have. Oh, okay. So this is what Tori and I wanted to tell you about that we completely forgot about. So there's the snowball dance and everybody dances and Mike and Eleven reunite. We know and they kiss and Lucas and Max kiss and Will dances with some random girl that we don't know who she is yet. And Dustin dances with Nancy, which was really cool. Like, it's totally sweet. But here's the thing that we've been waiting to tell you guys for four ever. I don't know when they were filming. I can't remember when this happened, but we got a call from someone that said, hey, you guys should come out to the school. They're not filming, but there's tons of 80s cars in the parking lot. And we know that you guys just like to see that kind of thing. So Tori and I were like, totally. So we all packed up in the car and we drove to the school and it was cool. There was all these 80 cars in the parking lot. We just drove by and we looked at it and we were about to leave. And then we noticed that across the street from the school are like 
houses and apartment complexes and there were all these people just like kind of sitting out on the lawn and they were eating and talking and we thought oh let's go park and let's go talk to those people and just you know see what kind of things they've seen and maybe we can interview them for the podcast or something like that so we go and we sit out on the lawn and they're like oh you know they've been filming and we're just watching it do you know what this is for we don't know what this is for and so Tori and I said oh we think you know it's for Stranger Things it's a popular Netflix show and they said oh that's cool why are you guys here we're like oh we just want to see the cars so long story short it was Tori Kilby and I and we just were sitting there looking at the cars talking to people and crew members showed up and one of the crew members came over to us and said hey everybody here can watch but no pictures no video and we were like oh we weren't going to take any pictures or video we just wanted to watch we wanted to leave Tori and I wanted to go it was cold that's all I remember 9 30 I had school the next day well it wasn't it wasn't that late at the time it wasn't that late yet when we were gonna originally leave at like seven it was still daylight but But Kilby wanted to see Dustin yeah. Kilby thought Dustin might show up. And so she was like, can we please stay? And Tori and I like, whatever. We're just talking to these people, hanging out. It's fine. And then out of nowhere, guys, it got dark. The lights came up and we saw the snowball sign on the building. We saw the lights in the gym lit up. Yeah, we saw a crane go through the window. We saw a crane. And then we were like, oh, my God. We see a Duffer brother. We see another Duffer brother. They were walking around in Video Village and we thought this is so amazing. So we just sat and we watched it and we saw all these people. I mean, there was like 300 people in this lot of crew members just walking all over the place. So it was just like tons of cars and tons of crew people walking around and we couldn't really see anything except we could see the snowball sign on the on the building and we could see the lights inside, like the string lights. You could see them through the roof windows because we were across the street. We weren't actually like in the lot or invading or anything. And they had said we could stay as long as no one sitting on the lawn took pictures or anything which we did not and then it happened someone said quiet on the set and the crane moved and it was Winona Ryder and David Harbour and they were shooting the scene where she hugs him outside of the school and Tori and I lost our shit Uh, language. We were freaking out. And the thing was funny is that we were sitting with all these people and they were like, what's happening? What's happening? Why are you guys screaming? And we're like, that's what not screaming. We were when we saw Winona Ryder. No, we were because they were filming. We were being quiet. No, but when they paused it, we definitely, when, remember when they brought her out initially and they were doing tests? We definitely were freaking out because the we lady next. We weren't screaming. Yes, we were. We uh, were. She, okay, Ashley was screaming. Whatever. We were freaking out. <laughs> Tori doesn't remember. We were legit freaking out. And the lady next to us was like, why are you guys freaking out? And we're like, that's Winona Ryder. And she was like, like, who? Uh Who is Winona? And we're like, oh no, like you don't understand. So we were- We should have been like Beetlejuice. Uh So we were there guys. We saw them shoot that scene. It was, it took for a long time because it was like, Mm We could hear helicopters in the sky. There were also and stand-ins. There were stand-ins, yeah. yeah. So we couldn't tell when, because at first it was like a really tall guy. It was We were pretty, we weren't like super far, but we couldn't make out faces. Yeah, you could see that we were like across the street. Yeah. So it was like maybe. We just couldn't see the faces distinctly. So we saw like a tall If six of, cars were lined up. Yeah. So we could see it was Winona Ryder, but we couldn't see like. Well, at first, remember there was one, there was a tall guy and then a short girl. And we were like, oh, we think that's David and Winona. And then they left. Well, we could tell the girl more. wasn't Winona because remember she had like long red hair and we were like is that Sadie why would Sadie be with Hop we were like so confused but it was really neat and we didn't stay the whole time because by that point we had been there for hours just talking to these people hanging out Kilby was like looking around but it was amazing I mean we saw the school we saw it lit up we saw all the cars and then all of a sudden we see all the kids being brought by the extras in their costumes or whatever but I think for us seeing Winona and David worst day of my life no (laughs) I bet I bet Stephen Gate and Dustin were there I think they've probably shot that scene but it was a school day and Kilby like needed to go. I mean, we'd been there like, we were there for like four hours for sure, at least. And it was fun. We were just hanging out, talking to people. But we saw the building, we saw the snowball sign, we saw the lights and we saw Winona and David and it, we saw them do the hug and and they were like, I think they lit they a cigarette. Smoking, yeah. yeah, they were smoking a cigarette. But it was just amazing to see all those cars and all those people and it was so noisy. And then somebody is like, you know, quiet on the set and it got silent and you just, it was so, it was amazing and we wanted to tell you guys about it for forever but we were like, we didn't want to confirm that we saw that there was a snowball dance sign. So Tori and I knew, we've known for like a year there was going to be a snowball. Um, I think on one episode Tori's like, yeah, but we know there's a snowball and I was like, we don't know. How do we know? (laughs) And she's like, oh, but there probably will be one, right? And I was like, oh yeah, probably. But like we had just seen the sign so we We totally knew. We tricked you. We're tricksters. That was so fun for us. So now our goal is we just got to be extras. We got to get in there. Tori wants to be a lead person i cannot act i just want to be an extra i want to hang out with mrs wheeler (laughs) Uh, i think she is real cool uh and that's it that's all that happened on this episode 
I don't know. Is there anything else to say about the episode? They do the no. Well, they do the after this. They do the kiss, and then it just shows you that something's gonna happen. Oh yeah, then then what is it implying? What is it implying? Just that that the shadow monster. Yeah. That just that the upside down still exists. That the shadow monster is still a thing. Yeah. I have no idea what season three is gonna be. Like none. I don't even. I have no idea. Like when's it gonna take place? I don't know, but I know that a lot of like. I know that a lot of you guys are going around taking pictures. Like, in fact, Tori and I drove by the school today and we saw like a group of like 10 girls and like their mom taking a million pictures outside the school. And then we looked to see the tags later to see like if we could find those girls. And one of them was like, guys, I drove by Emery's campus and there's all these trucks out there. So Stranger Things is definitely filming. But we know for a fact they're not filming. Yeah, they're not filming. That's a... We know that there's another production happening at Emory. I mean, if you live in Atlanta, you know that at that campus, they shoot everything all the time. I'm pretty sure that a scene of Atlanta was shot at the school because we saw the Atlanta crew out there for season two shooting at the school. So I don't know. I haven't watched it all the way. Well, I guess you can. I guess only like a couple of episodes of air, but they're not shooting yet. Stranger Things is definitely not filming. I think they're setting up. I think they're doing makeup tests and clothing tests, but it's pretty obvious if you live in Atlanta when they're filming because they are all over the place and people post about it everywhere. Like, oh my God, I just saw Millie at this restaurant getting donuts. Oh my God, Finn just walked by here. He's getting coffee. He's at the record store. And none of that's, it's pretty quiet right now. So we're excited for that season, but it is not happening as of yet. A lot of you are also messaging us saying, hey, do you guys know where they're filming right now for season three? Can you let us know where that is so we can go see it? And even if we did, we wouldn't, we couldn't tell you. That's just, um, you know, you'll know after the show airs. It's just really important for them that they keep it confidential. And also it's important for everybody because it's like, you want to see season three and you want to be shocked and be like, oh my God, that's happening. If we would have told you guys, guys, we saw the snowball dance. It's definitely happening. It would have been a bummer. Like when it happened, weren't you thrilled? Weren't you like, there it is, it's happening? Yeah, I was really skeptical. I didn't think there was going to be a snowball. Until we saw the snowball. Until we saw it. (laughs) And we were like, there's a snowball! We can tell no one. But yeah, Tori and I actually thought about maybe seeing if we could keep that, get that sign. We're like, what are they going to do with that snowball sign when they're done? Oh, you know what? One thing I did want to mention, I was looking up stuff and there have been people like holding snowball dances all over I the United that. States. I haven't even seen, I I was looking up like snowball images because I was like, maybe we can have a snowball image for our podcast uh, episode. And there was one in January, one in December. And it's basically just like these giant snowball dances where you can, one of them was like selling tote bags that said snowball dance 1984. It was weird. I mean, it's kind of cool, but also, like, I think if you're going to have something like that, it should be open to all ages, not just, like, adults. I feel like it's a kid, sh- not, like, a kid show, but, like... Oh, they were having, like, that's weird. Kind of like, like, you know, like, people like my friends, like, indie rockers, like, all dressed up in 80s clothes, like, drinking uh, beer, dancing. No. But it looked like a snowball dance, and it was like, that's cool, but if you're going to have something like that, make it for everybody. Yeah. We should do a snowball dance. Oh, uh, <gasps> no. A live show down at the theater. Come on, that'd be fun. Yeah, sounds fun. Guys. I'm tired. I guess I'm more dedicated than Tori. True. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thanks for listening. Thanks for 10,000 fans. Thanks for all of your love and support. We really do appreciate it. I know you guys have heard us say this a million times, but this started as Space a game. hobby, and you guys help us build it into something better, and we read every email you send us, every DM you send us. We'll always answer your questions, and if you need our support, we'll give it to you. A couple questions we can't answer. We don't know how to get on Stranger Things. If we did, I would kick Nancy off the show and be her. Um, <laughs> or you'd be Steve's new I'd love interest Steve, in yes. season three. Um, we don't know how to get on the show. We don't know how to be an extra. Um, we are not best friends with any of the cast members. Well, I, we know a lot of the cast members. We've we're met friendly. Them, we're yes. friendly with many yes. of them, yeah. But, but we are not... But that doesn't mean we can be like, hey... We don't hang out with them all the time. Uh, we don't know the Duffer Brothers. Like, if we don't ask our friends on the show how Tori can get on, we're not gonna yeah, just... Yeah, yeah. We would never harass our friend and be like, hey, Kat, Randy, we need Tori on stat. Yeah. We need her to get on. Like, just do something about that. Yeah. We try to be really respectful of those people. So, yeah, that's all we got. Thank you for listening, and... We'll either release an episode every Monday or it might move to every other Monday if we just don't have a lot of content because we don't want to throw all of our interviews out in like a month and then there's nothing to, I mean, you know, it's going to be like a full year of them filming. If you guys have any tips or anybody you want us to interview or whatever, just send it our way and we will listen. Thanks for listening. Things are strange. Stranger things. Bringing it back. That's not a thing. Yes, it is. I'm bringing it back. (laughs) Stay. Things are strange. Strange. Stay strange. Stay strange.
Thanks for listening to the Upside Down Podcast hosted by Ash and Tori. For more information, visit our website at theupsidedownpod.com. You can also contact us at theupsidedownpod at gmail.com, as well as follow us on our Facebook and Instagram under the Upside Down Podcast. Episodes are released every Monday, so be sure to subscribe to us. We're available on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and Pocket Casts. Kilby. Hi. So what is your Demogorgon's name? Um, Darty Party. What's his last name? Um, Demogorgon. Okay, so you have a Stranger Things vinyl figure, and you want to open it up right now. Yes. Who do you hope you get? I don't know. I, I wish it's 11 with the blonde hair. You have 11 with the blonde hair. Oh, I made this one. Oh, with the shaved head? I can't open that another paper. I cannot open that paper. Okay, well, I'll put a hole in for you, and let's see if it's somebody new. Ready? Go ahead and open it for me. Let's see if somebody new. new. <gasps> Who'd you get? Oh, no. Really, Mike. <laughs> oh, no. Who'd you get, Mike? Yep. How no. many? Now you have how many? Four. Not again.